Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. We're home for the Red Sox, the Bruins, and the best sports talk. Southern New England Sports Original, 103.7 WEEI. Always live on the free Odyssey app. We now return to Court Dishy and Coit. Call the show at 401-737-1287. Southern New England Sports Original, 103.7 WEEI. Welcome back. Hour number two of this uh, special edition of Cordishi and Coit on Southern New England Sports Original 1037 WEEI. Scott and Nick with you until noontime, but we will be back in our regular time slot from 7 to 9 a.m. next Saturday and moving forward. All right, so we, we broke up the, the Patriots talk a little bit. We talked to Coach Martin. Big game here today, Brown and Cornell uh, in Providence. My thoughts as a fan, okay, I'm speaking as a fan now. Yep. Watching and listening to the press conference, I, I want to make one thing very clear. As a fan, as a lifelong Patriots fan, I've loved this franchise since I was a little kid. I am rooting for Gerard Mayo. Yeah. I mean, I want him to do well. But I would be lying to you if I said I didn't have some serious reservations. Okay. Number one, obviously no head coaching experience. The press conference, i I got to be honest with you, it gave me a little Pete Carroll feel. And okay. you're, you're kind of young to remember the transition from Parcells to Pete Carroll. But that was a situation where Bob Kraft didn't like the fact that he had a guy that was the voice of the franchise and in charge of the entire football operation. So he wanted to get away from that. He wanted more say. He wanted a head coach that he could take to a cocktail bud, uh, party and say, hey, this is not just my head coach. We're buddies. You know, meet Pete Carroll. And it went terribly wrong for the Patriots. In three years, they got worse and worse. The record did before he fired Carroll and brought in Bill Belichick. I got that same type of vibe watching and listening to that press conference on Wednesday. I hope I'm wrong. I'm giving Gerard Mayo every chance. But that's the vibe that I got as a lifelong Patriot fan. Fair. I think that's fair, Scott. Um, I think the the situation, though— is obviously different uh, because when Parcells left, they'd just gone to the Super Bowl. They had a pretty good team. And this past year, they didn't have a pretty good team. It can only sort of go up from here. Yep. Um, The other thing was I I don't think Parcells and the the regime that was in there had failed at drafting. I think they'd done pretty well at drafting players that that few years there. Yep. Bill Belichick, he's failed with, with the drafts here. Um. 
So I'm and, not saying Belichick didn't deserve to be fired. Don't no, mistake I'm just, what I'm saying. Yeah, of course. But I'm just saying I think that the situation for Gerard, it can only go up. Like Pete, it was tough because he comes in. They'd just gone to the Super Bowl. It, it just sort of went down from there. I think the gradual fall has sort of already happened. But I get the, I get what you're saying with, like, buddy-buddy, that sort of thing. Yeah, there's that fine line between when you're the head coach, okay, yeah, I, you know, I, I don't want to tell people what to think. I want to teach them how to think. Or, you know, like there's that fine line between – you know, being their buddy and being their boss, if you will, right? Yeah. The, oh, oh the, so you don't call your boss Thunder, Scott? No. And, and, so Good that, point, Joe. That, that, <laughs> so my, my issue is I, I fear to me equates to respect. There has to be that little element of fear of players for the head coach. Right, the assistant coaches yeah. are generally more the good cops. The head coach needs to be the bad cop. Generally speaking, I'm not yeah. saying I'm just that's kind of a, I guess a, an overview. But but I but I think I think Gerard has already shown that to some of the players. I think they respect him because I think he has been that in some ways with the defense. Um, you know, I I'm I'm okay with it. Um, you know, I think that the bigger concern that I have. Besides that press conference and the new head coach and all of that, my bigger concern here and the concern that I take out of that press conference and what happens with Belichick going forward, I am on the train of who's making the calls in terms of building the roster and the personnel. This whole situation right now is like, well, is it Matt Groh? Is it Elliot Wolf? If Belichick goes to Atlanta, are those guys going to go with him? All of that to me... That is a major concern to me, and that's where I look at it, Scott, and I say if the crafts are meddling or they want to have a call or whatever, that to me is really concerning. Now, Robert Kraft said in the press conference, you know, we're going to go through a process, whatever. He said that in the first answer to Mike Reese, but I don't know. I'll believe it when I see it. Mm-hmm. They, they need somebody down there that's going to be, I'm the guy and I'm making the call. That's the worry to me besides the head coach because I, I think Gerard's going to do fine as a head coach. But I think his success is going to be based on what they do with the roster and how they build it up. Certainly. Because it ain't good. And if Elliot Wolf and Matt Groh were part of making some of those calls in the drafts the last couple of years, that's a huge concern because they weren't great. Some of the drafts well, were okay, and I remember, but I, I remember Grow particularly saying, you know, in this league, in today's game, you need speed when they drafted Tyquan Thornton. Not he's good. Been a, he's been a bust. Not good. Okay? I don't disagree that you don't need speed. You do need speed. you got to find the right speed. The right guy. Yep. Yep. You have to draft the right guy. Right. So that, to me, is the bigger concern here. I, I am on the train of who is making the call. We want to know. you got to let us know because – then it's like, you know how this works out in any business, in any job that you ever do. You need somebody that is, boom, uh, you're making the call. I, I'll, I'll give you inside baseball. I, I work in a team of two at Channel 6. It's me and Ian. A lot of things we collaborate on. That was the word down in, in Foxborough, collaborate. Yeah. But there are times where if we're going to do something, Ian, and this is why we, we make a great team, Ian will text me and say, make a call because he knows it's my call. Right. Make a call. He'll yep. be like, stop wishy-washy, stop discussing this with me. You make the call. And it's like, okay, here's what we're going to do. Great. You need that person down there for a much bigger team than two that I'm talking about. 
You need that person, and I don't think they have that right now. Or maybe they do, they're not letting us know. I don't know, but it, it doesn't seem like they do. You know, and along those lines, too, This and this is just a minor irritant to me, but I, I, I've got a lot of stuff. I, I've, I've got a lot of problems Scott, with you people. You know, the best part was Scott said minor irritant. He turned his hand, yeah. and he looked like he was pulling a hair out of yeah. his head, no, no, whatever's I, it's left. A minor, I, I've got a lot of problems with the you way people. that Bob Kraft has handled stuff, okay? <laughs> One of the, Bob, stop referencing your other companies. Okay, yeah, right. you might be the only NFL owner that constantly says, "Well, in all of our companies and our other companies, we want continuity. We hire from within." We, you know what? We don't care about your other companies. Patriots fans care about one company, the New England Patriots. Sure. Other NFL owners don't talk about their other companies when they're talking about their team. Stop it. We don't want to hear it. So, so it almost Arthur make... Blank's not telling Bill Belichick how he runs Home Depot, Exactly. Scott? I mean, just, <laughs> oh, my God. I, I Stop. I don't want to hear about your other companies, and this is why your other companies are successful. No, I, I don't want to hear it. I want you to talk. Make me believe that your only company is the New England Patriots, I guess is what I'm saying. Okay? I... Make me believe that. That's what I want to believe yeah. as a Patriots fan, that you're only concerned about the success of the New England Patriots. Well, I think he is. I, I maybe it's you know he references it. It doesn't bother me as as much. I, I get it, Scott. Though, I get it. Um, look, at least when he says you know we're going to make a change, we're going to do something. It, at least with Robert Kraft, it seems like he does it. Yep. Um, unlike some other owners in town that are just the foot is in the mouth down. Well, the Red at, Sox at Fenway. Ooh. We'll get to that later. Yeah, but but you know I. At least he, when he says something, like he, if he's talking about his companies, it's not like he's distracted by those companies. He's just talking about how they run them. I, I, it's, it's, you know, right. I get it. We won't hear much about it going forward. It was just because of this change in managerial and whatever. We it's have cool. full phone lines. We'll get to them right now. I, I still have many more thoughts on this that, I, that <laughs> I'd like to get off of my chest before the end of the show. If, if I do, I do. If I don't, you I don't. You couldn't silk a smooth sheet <laughs> on a hot babe. <laughs> Let's say hello to Dan and Cranston. Good morning, Dan. You're next on Cordishi and Coit on WEEI. Hi, fellas. How you doing today? Good, Daniel. Daniel. Out my dog walking in the cold, so you hear the snot's blowing. I'm sorry. That's uh, disgusting. Thank you. Just like yeah, Andy Reid's frozen um, snot yeah, mustache. Right. <laughs> that was yeah, yeah. beautiful. So, that so, was so, so, Dan, I don't know. Scott, you saw this on your Facebook post, obviously. Yeah. Victor from Fall River posted his own yeah, picture of I a did, snot from I from didn't frozen. need to see that. <laughs> Victor, I didn't need to see that. Oh, it was great. Yeah. It was great. Uh, uh, look, uh, before I get the bill real quick, two, a couple of Patriots things. Uh, Scott, you already dissected Kraft to pretty much where I was going to go with it. And, you know, I think much like the coach he just got rid of, I'm afraid. And his factoid about the coaches, you already broke down. But, you know, he said we've had – what do you say? We had three Hall of Fame coaches here, right? Yeah. That, that's rich. Yeah. One he inherited and fired. The other one was here for three years and, and fired. And he had to fire right. And, and the other one was – we don't have to break it down. But I, I I just think that – and he's kind of proving it to me that, much like Bill, I think he thought, like, the success around here was somehow about him. You know, to, to more – I'm not going to say I can't break down percentages, but I just get the feeling that he just thinks it's, you know, what he's been doing around here, the success has somehow with the system that he has. No. It's gonna be, you know, if you break it down, just 
I, I, Mayo is fine to me. I don't have a big problem with that. But it, it's really going to come down to if they get the quarterback right, mm-hmm. everybody's going to look like a genius. If they get it wrong, they're going to be looking for another coach in three, four, five years. Dan, That's do just you... a fact. That's the life in the NFL. Amen. So, Dan, let's let's play this hypothetical game for a second. Let's say that Williams and May go 1-2. Do you want them to spend the third pick on a quarterback, be it Drake May or someone else, or do you think that they should then look at a Marvin Harrison Jr.? Like, what do you think they should do in the draft? Well, there's so many variables. By by the time the draft comes around, it could be Daniels number two and May number three. Right. You know, yeah. it, it there's so many things that can go wrong. But, yeah, I've already been on the thing. You can draft Marvin Harrison, but if you have no one to throw the ball to him, then – who really cares? He's just going to get pissed off and, you know, you're wasting his contract. So, I mean, I, I, it's just you can have three great wide receivers, but if no one can throw the ball to him, what the hell does it matter? You know, that that's the way I look at it. I mean, a quarterback yeah. just is more premium position. That's just the way it works. You need There's the guy. Five, I guarantee you there'll, be, there'll probably be two, two good quarterbacks in this draft. There'll probably be ten great wide receivers. That's how it works every year now. This it's wide receiver class is deep. Yeah, this wide receiver class is yeah. deep. Yeah, I mean Harrison is the sounds like the campness guy. He's the name. If his name was if his name was Marvin Marvin, um, you know, if Smith, it wasn't, yeah, yeah, the, the, yeah. You know what? The, the name recognition has something to do with it. There's no doubt about it. I Absolutely. Mean, I mean, but, he he'd still be the number one guy, but. Um, you know, would he get the hype? Yeah, it's 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 fair. Three years um, from now, there'll be two guys better than him, guaranteed. Maybe. Uh, just the the Bill thing. You want a hot take? I was catching up on the headlines this morning. There's a very decent chance that Bill Belichick isn't coaching anyway next year. No one wants him. Well, Atlanta, did you see Jim the weird thing is, going back for a yeah. second next week? And Vrabel. And, and and like three other guys, Ben yeah. Johnson. I was just reading this. Yeah, they either play. They either were not happy with what Belichick was saying, or he was asked his asking price for power and everything is too high. Yeah, and they're trying to call his bluff. That's the only way you can look at it. I, I it's, you know? it was very interesting to see that. I, I'm with you, Dan. I, I don't know. I don't know. I but I think that like you said with Brady, the people we look at it through the six Super Bowls and the greatest of all time. These other teams are looking at. They see these the, the Wickersham thing. They talk to other coaches. You know, they're making phone calls. And they, they, when you factor in the age and everything, like he's not that great of a. I, the Cowboys were really the only ideal fit. Because if you have a young team, Tampa. Oh. I mean, uh, Washington and Tennessee are already said they don't want any part of them. Well, here's they're what already I'd, out. Here's what I'd say yeah. about Atlanta, though. There's some talent there. They don't have a quarterback, which is the most important piece, but they could they add that in free agency possibly because there's some talent on that roster. And, oh, by the way, just like the AFC East was for many years under Belichick and Brady, the NFC South sucks. That's yeah. a very winnable well, division. You can go there and immediately win eight, nine, ten games a year like just by snapping your fingers. Atlanta was in the mix until I think the last week. Can yeah. You, can you get Cousins to you go know. there? Or or could you get another guy that first how great? I don't know where him and Josh I don't know where him and Josh I'm sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. Yeah, good. You don't know about him and Josh. I don't know where him and Josh stand right now after the debacle out there. But I assume Josh is going with Bill, right, if he gets yep, a job. Probably. And I don't think that 
They're going to want to – Russell Wilson, no chance he messes with Belichick. Zero. Yeah. And yeah. I I don't see Kirk Cousins – I don't see them paying $40 million bucks a year, you know. I think Agreed. you need a really good backup for health reasons, but if you could get Jimmy at like $10 million a year for incentives, I think that's the way they would go. Because he's got – Two, three years. That's what Bill's got is two, three years. That would be my wet dream, but I'm not sure. (laughs) (laughs) And then have that, and then have them come to Foxborough in 2025. I would be (laughs) with the wins record on the line, Dan. Oh God, would that is? (laughs) I can't. I wish my life away for that. To be honest with you, right now. Gosh. You guys have a good weekend. I'll be glad talking to you. Seven o'clock again. Take care, right. guys. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Dan. Good. Is that, th- this would be my ultimate dream to see Garoppolo team up with Belichick and have Atlanta win a Super Bowl. Because now, then, oh. then the whole Brady Belichick debate goes to rest. Right? Belichick proves his greatness, yeah. and it also is a shot at Bob Kraft. Okay, you let Brady go. Now you let Belichick go. They both won Super Bowls. And oh, by the way, you overruled Belichick with his succession plan oh. from Brady to Jimmy G. Like that would be. The absolute ultimate, wouldn't it? That'd be unbelievable. <laughs> but oh, but Dan's man. point about the the Falcons flying in other people to talk to them, Harbaugh and yep. Rabel, that, that yep. to me was interesting because I'm like, if you're down the road, second interview with Bill, I'm like, hmm, oh, okay. Well, it seems like you're deep interest there, but I, I don't know. I said it earlier when Coach Martin was with us. There's a very small and limited market for Bill Belichick like there was Tom Brady. Yeah. Whether or not that surprises you, it does me. But there's a very small market. It doesn't surprise me that a team, like teams that are rebuilding, team like the Commanders wouldn't want Belichick because they want something young, fresh. They just hired a new GM, Peters, you know, so I think they want a Ben Johnson in there. Like, they want to they rebuild the whole thing up here. So I'm not totally surprised at that. But, like, oh, I'm just so disappointed the Cowboys didn't. Oh, it would have been so great. Him and Jerry, and just that sticks it to Kraft because you know the relationship between Jerry Jones and Robert Kraft. Should we really be surprised, though, Nick? I mean, this is a guy who kept so many coaches beyond their expiration date. It seems like Jerry's he, more, know, more interested in having the final say in the he, power. Than... I know. He doesn't He doesn't make that, that tough call. He didn't with Garrett. He held on too long for Garrett. Now I think he's holding on too long with and, McCarthy. And, and he's whizzing away his window to win. Totally. Totally. You know? I, and by the way, you know what makes that not the best situation? They're over the cap. They're yeah. like twenty-seven million over the cap. Right. So, all right, we got to take a break. Four zero one seven 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 one zero three seven is the phone number. You're listening to Cordishi and Coit on Southern New England Sports Original one zero three seven WEEI. Now here's okay. Picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, 
celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Oh, 